about the game. This might be the first five man I can remember that one of us didn't kill the other. Yeah. So like, not know, yet. this is a plus. Not yet. Oh, we haven't wrapped up yet. <laughs> Yo, do not. We're almost at Xfil. Okay, we're almost at the Xfil. Just, just. Where's Xfil? <laughs> Welcome back to the hideout. Um, bro, with me as always, we got Barry, Spider, and Lobo. Today we have a special guest, one of our buddies from the crew who plays with us uh, quite regularly, Mr. Waybad Mojo. Waybad Mojo, how's it going, buddy? Welcome, Moj. He's rocking like Welcome a frame hideout, a minute bro. here, so give him a minute to catch up. Hanging in there. Thanks for. Am I lagging again? A little bit. A little bit. In life or on the stream? What's uh, probably, probably both. It's all right. <laughs> this point oh, in my oh, life, good. it was good. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. How's this week been treating everybody? How's, how, how's it been since the last pod? I mean, it's been fine. Yeah, it's been fine for me. We have a patch. I'm going to pull up the patch notes because I do want to talk about that. But um, yeah. yeah, it's been good. It's been good. Um, Alright. So, I mean, we should do a little introduction for Mojo, right? So, we've been, right. I've, been I've known Mojo for how old? Is, my son's Whew. nine, so I think so I've long, like eight, nine or nine or eight years, something like that. We came back from yeah. playing Arma Two Daisy mod, <laughs> doing a little bit of a breaking point on the Arma Three, and then uh, it's just been a roller coaster. We finally, finally got Mojo playing. Escape for Tarkov over <laughs> last wipe, and I think we it took a lot. He took a lot. He successfully well, you had swallowed had the it, hook, right? You had had it. You tried playing. Yeah, I was uh, before I did, and then you. Were, I remember you telling me there were issues with what was it? I can't remember. There were some issues with it though. He was Graphical. complaining about the trees. Yes, the trees. Yeah. The, 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 the shimmer. And the uh, the rapidly dancing shadows. Yeah, shadows were the tough part dancing for me. I don't think shadows. there was any anti-aliasing at that time. So yeah, uh, everything was moving. So it was really tough to figure yeah. out what to try to shoot. So yeah, uh, yeah I gave up on it. And a long uh, way since then. It, it very much has. That's what brought me back. Listening to you guys play and actually seeing how far the game has come since I first tried it. Yeah, and part and the whole reason Moj is here tonight is because he started out with the the basic edition, played a wipe with us suffered through that and then <laughs> upgraded to the uh, end of dollars edition and so tonight we're gonna get his take on going from you know play, pay, playing the basic edition to you know the the big boy edition definitely uh definitely nicer with the extra as you say end of dollars edition was uh made especially the beginning of the wipe a lot easier um you know, not having to figure out what i needed to keep was the big thing and then uh, i know you guys laugh at me being uh, super rat for the economy but uh, it, uh, it definitely made the beginning of the wipe a lot easier oh i oh, bet yeah. and, and for those that don't know the the basic edition you started out with a your down man down <laughs> medic took a drink uh -oh. and my discord just took a dive yeah that happens on occasion discord right. we'll patch we'll patch that in so if you just want to start back from uh well, yeah. you gotta stare, share your video you guys are pros get all that shit going <laughs> yeah we're gonna rewind we it. all sorts of things like this 
There it happens. Go. All right, we're recording. I'm we like, never, never stop, so I'll know where it died. <laughs> All right, before, there we before go. we, re- before we roll, you have an active graphic behind you. No. Yeah, it's my display. Okay. Oh. Okay. Okay. Because I, 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 I keep being like something's play. changing, and I can't put my finger on it because I keep like making little adjustments, and I'm like, what the fuck? Is changing? <laughs> I'm losing my shit. Okay, I see it now. I actually saw the transition. Okay. Cool. How many of those uh, ciders have you had? <laughs> uh, two, one. This is this this the start. How many of the rocks second. have you had? <laughs> First Those of all, big old rocks. bag of rocks. We call it propital. Okay, and if I can leave all it right, alone. Hold on. Let's save the jokes. So if you get, right. start your question again, well, well, right, you, so we don't see your video. You should. Yeah, we do. I don't. Oh, there it is. Yeah, click on. Okay, terrific. All right, ready? Ready. All right. So for those that don't know, the standard edition, you ended up with a stash that's 10 by 28 and your trader levels are everything is at zero. With the end of dollars edition, your stash is 10 by 68 and you've already got a bump with all the traders of 0.20. So right out of the gates, you have, you know, an advantage with with especially with the traders, which is a huge bump along the way. Right, Moj? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, the... uh... Jaeger especially, that's the toughest one. I think the especially for somebody like me that was coming into the game new, uh, completing his missions to get his rep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, But to get his rep up was particularly difficult with uh, without the extra bonus of the like you said, point two zero to start. Yeah. uh, I always forget about the extra trade rep that you get for the dollars edition. Like that, that that plays a big role, especially with Jaeger. Yeah, it really yeah, determines what missions I was trying to do because, you know, there were things I couldn't do in my base, things I couldn't buy yet to complete other missions without having that done. Yeah. And now yeah, that they I, added the uh, dailies, though, I wonder if that's not as painful anymore once you start, you know, because once you start grinding some dailies. That, I got to be honest, I, I think it's worse now. So, like, the first few wipes, I've always had an end of days. I've never thought twice about trader rep at all. Right. And I remember Mojo struggling with it and being like, this fucking sucks. I need to open it up and I can't. We got to do this quest. I'm like, let's just keep running fucking factory, bro. Pistols and factory. We can do it. And it was a nightmare. It, 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 it sucks. It makes the game miserable. But this wipe, I started way late with the vacation stuff in the beginning. Right. You know, you guys were all ahead of the game and I didn't pay attention at all to quests, like in terms of who's going down because they, they, made changes to that like there's there's negative effects there's things that you i wasn't paying attention to and the dailies i wasn't really getting done because i was like oh it's a cool thing but i don't need to do it and also most of mine weren't for jaeger and if they were it was like kill 27 players with leg <laughs> shots on woods from 752 meters with a fucking pistol are you and talking I'm about like, the yeah. dailies the dailies towards the yeah in the way. beginning in the beginning so i was like this like i can't possibly do that and this is the first wipe where i'm like I am struggling to unlock trader levels. Like I am beyond the level I need to be. I have all the money I need to get them to the next level and I'm not. And I have end of days edition and I'm like, I cannot possibly imagine what it would be like this wipe without it because it would be that much harder. Like I'm on the cost and like, oh, I got to grind shit out. And you guys are like, you haven't done that yet. And I'm like, this sucks. And like, I can only imagine Moj last wipe being in that situation. This wipe being like, I don't want to play this game anymore. Yeah, um, so like, I, I, I think the dailies actually help because if I can get an extra 0.01 or 0.02, you know, that might have been the difference between unlocking a trader and not 
Um, but you're like absolutely. you said, it's random. You don't know if you're going to get random. Jaeger. Yeah. You don't know if you're going to get an absolute crap tastic or not. So, Jaeger but, fucking uh, me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask you, Mojo, like, because you you start playing Last Wipe. They introduced the day the dailies towards the end of Last Wipe, and so it's a new thing in this one. Now, I don't do the dailies. Like, I just have not been able to like. I, like if it says survive factory a couple times, all right, I'll go do that or survive a map that I'm already working on. I'll, I'll do that. But I mean, you, I mean, how much are you focusing on the dailies and how much do you think it's helped your progression? Um, I, I do the dailies a lot. You know, I'm a hoarder, yeah. always have been in the game. So uh, the, the store and stash or find and deliver tasks are usually pretty easy for me to get. So yeah. one, I'm getting, I'm getting the trader rep, which this time I really don't need, but I am right. getting the XP, which is nice. So I'm leveling up a lot faster because right. some of those missions have got me uh, over a level threshold that I you know, would have had to wait another couple missions to complete. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I think it's I think it's been better all around. Um, I don't really focus on them. If if I see one that I want to do, I do it. Um, I also am of still of the mentality that if I accept it and don't do it my next task won't be as, as rewarding. I think that's yeah. what we were trying to figure out at the end of last wipe. Yeah. Um, so I, 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 I think the debate is still yeah. out there. I mean, the, what, um, what I heard Jesse and Veritas say is that they just accept them every single time. Yeah. They don't uh, notice, that's what I've been doing. They don't notice a change at all. In the, in yeah. The I haven't as of last week, I started doing that too. Yeah. yeah. I feel like it's a percentage of your total, um, experience that you have, yeah. like what the reward is, depending on the task. You know, it's like there's whatever five or six different types of tasks, and then you have whatever XP it is based on, I guess, the trader maybe. And it seems like as you level up, the experience gets increasingly more uh, rewarding, right? So yeah. it's like it, once you're up to like forty, it could be like thirty-five thousand in experience, but when you're down on level twenty, it's like you know eight or four or six or something, right? Now, yeah, Mo, I think you we saw that, that last time. Uh, how how painful was that with that base edition? Trying to, you know, you were telling you, hey, you got to hang on to that, and here you are with this stash that's minute. <laughs> yeah, it was tough. Um, a lot of it was because I didn't know what to keep and what not to, so I was keeping everything because it was my yeah. first real time, you know, trying to complete missions and do things. And I think you guys, you probably heard me say, hey, should I keep this pack strikes for anything? And they're like, oh, yeah, you're going to need 12 of them later on. So I got you know, this wall of cigarettes that I don't know when I'm going to need. Uh, this time I've got the advantage of having run through those missions so I know when I'm going to need them. And I don't have to keep them the first two days of the wipe, which is nice. But, yeah, early on it was painful. Well, you saw me. You know, I was uh, tracking every stash upgrade. And yeah. uh, you know, when I, you're early on, that you know, first 12 or $15 million or whatever it costs to upgrade your stash to a, a reasonable amount is brutal. Yeah. It really yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that blew my mind on that. And like, you should definitely touch more on that because if, from my perspective, it was like, all right, cool. You get the trader stuff. Cool. You got some bonus guns and cool shit, you know, given to you once a year or whatever, or when they reroll the white wipe, you like get some cool bonuses. I looked at it like they were, you know, the promise of, Oh, any future content is included. There's going to be no more pay add ons after that. Like it's all just incorporated into your, you know, your build now. Um, but I never really, knew what the value or cost or the or the or the the mental anguish that it would cost to upgrade your stash like and i remember when they you, you i tell the story because i feel like you had just gotten to the point of like almost able to do it and they were like oh no we're gonna make it much harder now 
Well, yeah, they actually they made it easier right after I did it. I oh, think, right. Uh, that I, was I, it. That was it. Yeah, so. I got my first scab box, and then uh, like four hours later, Nikita cut the price in half. And I was really hoping I was going to get that message of a million bucks back, but no. And then, of course, uh, the trader was level tw- or the flea market was level twenty right. last wave when I played, and I hit twenty. And then, like three days later, they bumped it down to fifteen. So I felt like that was my uh, "you waited too long to play" game. So screw you, Mojo uh, tactics. <laughs> but right. but yeah, if if, if, you, if you want to try it again, take your stash now and try to keep what you need in a quarter of that stash. Because basically, that's what you start with. I think awesome. it's a little, little under a quarter because there's what five up. Spidey upgrades. could probably do that, but I could not, nor could you, Moj. No, I, I couldn't either. now. Yeah. My, that my was problem. The, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say that was the thing that really made me look at upgrading versions because, you know, I spent the first four weeks of that wipe just trying to get traders to basic levels in my stash up when, you know, yeah. having done it this time now, I take for granted all of the things that just happen natively because you, you do run five or 10 missions and all of a sudden you got a level two trader and you know, you're doing more yeah. of mechanics quests because you can store all the things you're finding and right. it just, yeah. yeah right. Having that smaller stash, you really get bones two ways. One is you're just trying to balance all your gear and also your, whatever money you're saving goes towards up, you know, trying to get that stash upgraded so that you're, you know, you a little bit bigger stash to play with. And it's, you know, it really impacts your progress. It really did. To me, another dynamic change that that's shifted the paradigm a bit uh, now, right, is this concept of the of the you know neutered market, right? And I don't mean that in a bad sense. I, I think it's a good implementation to the game. I think it's a good change. But like, you need to hoard bullets that you want, right? Like, you get BP, you hang on to it. You're not selling it and buying it later on. You're not. It's not a wash. You're like, oh, I need to, I need to put that somewhere. So like now ammo boxes and, and, you know, mag boxes are more important, but like with the advent of the dailies and all the additional bits and pieces to all the shit you have to craft and you have to build and the things you need for your hideout and the unknown of going through all these changes that most people haven't done yet. Right. It's like, well, having one scav case was like, that's essential, right? Having two was like, Oh, all right. Like you're, you're, you know, I see what you're doing here. You're like holding on to a lot of shit. Now it's like, you need three, you need four. Like there's people in our squad who roll with like five or six. And it's like, what are you doing? And then you look and it's like, Oh, well, anytime I have a daily, it's done already. And you're like, yeah, but that's insane. And it just, for me, that means you're running scavs way more because you're just trying to build that, that Rupal pile to buy what you need. Right. And two, then it's just a matter of like playing the hoarding game. You're just Tetrising the shit out of your inventory all the time. Like the, the other part of that is like not being able to just buy the armor you want to go into raid. Right. Like once you start getting in the flow and you're beyond, you know, the, you're in that middle of the wipe feel where you're like, all right, I can buy decent gear and go in and have a good fight. Like now it's like, nah, you you need to have that. You need to be holding on to shit to go in. You know, otherwise you find yourself with, you know, 106 ruples and you're like, all right, I'm going in with a Beretta and a Paca and, you know, boys, cover me, boys. Like, you know, and then you're you're like, if I die, can you please carry my shit out? Because I didn't insure it and you can just throw it to me in the next raid, please. And everyone's like, yeah, Yo, you going to give me a mule for that? Like, what, you, <laughs> what am I? You're fucking Sherpa, dude? Like, come on. So it's there's so many changes like that that I think have have shifted the paradigm of of what your stash means and exponentially 
changed how much more important it is to have more stash. Yeah, I sold a lot of that high-end stuff last wipe. Uh, I didn't know what it was. I wasn't using it. I was still fairly low level, so I wasn't going in full Chad. So, you know, all the, the BP, the BT, the BS ammo, I was just selling it like mad, and it was selling instantaneously. You know, people would buy yeah. it, you know, buy, buy the six, 700 rounds. So that was an easy way to make money. Um, I kind of like this wipe, not just having that massive, being able to, to sell everything and get to the top to buy all the top gear. Um, you you yeah. have to grind for a little more, or maybe it just feels like a little more valuable now since you can't just say, well, you know, I'll sell this box of ammo and buy everything I need for that, that rate. Right. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. The changes that I said uh, on one of the last podcasts, like the changes made, brought value back to the, to everything that I'm looting. Cause I didn't have, I, I lost that. I lost that at some point. You just go, okay, yeah, this is just another gun. This is just, cause you looked at every single item as a ruple count. And now you have items like BP. I'm like, oh, that's the good stuff. I'm going to actually use that. Right. I'm going to put that in my mags and, and run it on the next raid. I wanted to ask you a question, Mojo, because you were going through, because I was really impressed last wipe that you, you started late and you still got your stash all the way up there. And you were still at the top of the Rupal count and you were still like, you got, you made a lot of progress in the short period of time. Now that you've working with the larger stash, would you say, I guess like what uh, we talked about it on one of our other podcasts that would they reset everybody's account, right? Even though you had the EOD edition, would they turn everybody down and say, okay, now you have to work for your stash again. And this, this is the going in approach for, for future wipes. What, which do you think is better now that you have the bigger stash and it's easier or that you had to grind for it? I think With, I appreciate the bigger um, stash a lot more now. Yeah. <laughs> of mine, like you're saying, so what you're saying, Spider, is like if they, if you had a choice to say anyone, like the end, end of dollars edition will have the fast upgrade to stash four or like get rid of that for everybody. Well, so yeah, everyone get, has to I guess that, I guess that's the, the crux of the question, right? So since you've done both starting at stash one and getting to stash four or just starting at stash four, what, what felt more rewarding? In my mind, starting at one would be more rewarding, but is that something that you think that in the final version of the game it should do? Oh, it definitely was. I mean, this you guys heard me. I'm hooting and hollering when I finally upgraded the things last time just because it was it was a relief, but I, I felt like I'd accomplished something. You're like, but that also a <laughs> couple that with the fact that it was the first time I was really going through right. a wipe. I mean, I've only done a couple of raids yeah. before. Uh, I had some appreciation for it. And uh, uh, I, I think there would probably be a revolt among a lot of the big players if they yeah. decided to do that oh, and just yeah. say, hey, oh, yeah. this wipe, everybody starts with a one. We're going to give you these perks instead. Um, but it does, uh, I think, well, Evade, this last wipe, just sold everything in his stash the first day and started over. He said, I'm not even going to sift through it. And he said it was the most fun he'd ever had. Of course, yeah. he's not playing anymore this wipe, so I don't know how far that goes. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> What the long but, uh, that is, yeah. That's a, but, he, uh, he, zero, he tried to zero to hero his entire stash and had fun doing it, but never <laughs> did it again after that. He loved yeah. Yeah. They, they would have to give some other major perk to the end of dollars edition if they took away the stash. Because, I mean, that's just so your, yeah. your first 30 or 50 raids, whatever it is, you can just oh, keep everything. It. Yeah, Honestly, yeah. honestly, that's the, the piece I think they can't like. It's one of those things that it is it pay to win? No. Is it pay to play? Kind of where it's like there, there's a balance, right? Like it's not going to make or break anyone in Tarkov. Having the bigger stash doesn't necessarily 
give you a significant advantage. Yeah, it just it doesn't affect it just me takes away player. the disadvantage, yeah. right? Yeah. Like it doesn't make you better in fights, and there's you could argue it. Oh, well, if you if you could stash gear, then you could have better gear. But like at the same point, there's a million different things that that are yeah. variables. Then right. So the reality of it is, does it make the game a little bit easier for you? Yes. Um, does to me, I think it's important because the time sink or the time suck or the time clusterfuck that is Tarkov. Right. Yeah. It's you need to be dedicated and. I don't I think people need an option where it's like, hey, you have to be able to alleviate some of that that doesn't necessarily give you the competitive advantage, but yeah. gives you the quality of life that like that's you're, exactly it. Yeah. Or, or play or people some people just won't fucking play. Right. Like yeah. Yeah. And I would play, I, I pretend I wouldn't, I'd play because <laughs> I love the game and I have fun and, you know, and, and I, but I would bitch nonstop. You, know what, you, know maybe you guys would never hear the end of it. Like you would hate playing with me. Cause I would just talk <laughs> shit about it all the time that oh, I want a fucking upgraded stash and I got to break my balls to get it. What I would like them to do then is to take whatever stash level four is, make it one and then give me an upgrade path. I would love to be able to grab like a more. bigger stash. Yeah, to get a bigger stash. Let, let me get and a just make stash. it like some ridiculous make requirement. It super, yeah. Make <laughs> it right, like hold on. Where it's a fifty big old, million rubles. Yeah, it's a colossal pain in the dick to get there. But gosh, <laughs> there would be gonna... something to grind for, right? Like outside of just a lot cloud storage. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wow. Well, we got he's our cloud gonna, engineer got, here. He'll, gotta, he'll help. Yeah. Oh, the cloud engineer will step in. The, cl the cloud fucking designer, you the not engineer, not engineer. You'll install it. Yeah. You have to collect a ton of staples and a lot of polyfill. You can shred up Cordura to make body polyfill. It'll That's be great. Um, no. Yo. But think about this, right? Like that's a that's an amazing idea, and I'm just gonna do what we do right and spitball on this and just you know theory craft right think about instead of your personal stash that expands right it's like you build the ability to like dig out and connect resources right so like hey this requires like hey you've got a group that you play with all the time and you guys have some sort of level of familiarity with each other it's x amount of raids you have to put in where you go in together and get out together if one guy dies it it walks that back right and you build towards like this shared hideout in a clan way, stash where clan yeah. stash, stash. Not, yep. not necessarily clan stash but like that could be part of it right make the clan yeah. stash limited so so you don't have people just dumping gear off because that would you know look pay to win and 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 the ef and the the uh you know transactional shit could skyrocket that way too but like you could also leverage resources right like oh you've got a bitcoin farm and you've got these resources that you could put into the pool to help someone else upgrade no one can take them out and use them to craft but like they could use them or use your expertise to build off of it right and you could even expand that out and i'm just going off the deep end here but you could expand that out to like the class system we've always talked about about having like engineers or like soldiers and it's like different oh if you can connect your team a little bit, then everyone's, you know, relative stats go up a little bit because they've got this sergeant general who's on the team, who's a soldier and is at max stats. But you get a little buff because you're part of his squad. And he's obviously helping you move it along. 
I'm cringing at thinking of the back end errors every time I try to move a tank yeah, back yeah. into the communal stash for <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you oh, share no. the back end errors with everyone. <laughs> you, you, you put in a clan stash and everyone's just talking off. Everyone dies at all once simultaneously. <laughs> you, you know what? God, every single time we do this, right, someone brings up an idea and then it just kind of spirals. What I started to think about is back in when Daisy uh, standalone, you could build bases, you could essentially have clan and stashes or you could have your own personal stashes in a building on the other side of the map if this game ever goes like ever goes open world it would be really cool to have a hideout or a stash or something in different parts of tarkov yeah you know so like i have one in lighthouse and then i have to get through shoreline to get to customs to get my other one Right. So right. like it. So, yeah, although I have my Bitcoin farm in Lighthouse and then I have maybe the bigger stash over in customs, that's where I keep all my guns. But if you want to transfer shit, you got to move through the world to your next hideout. Right. Right. Or when Which you you're spawn. risking that that Yo. bounty on your way in. And, or when and you even... pick that map to, that you're starting the day out, you're in that Lighthouse. You've got your Lighthouse stash. That's what you can pick. That's from what you can pick off. from. Right. Exactly. Right. You you load into your little area and you can gear up before you go in and walk out the door into Lighthouse, but you can't grab that gear and walk out into Customs. Exactly. Like you have to go. You to got customs. it. Though. If I have missions in Customs, then I'm going to gear in Lighthouse, get so, to Customs, right. or if I want to so pick then, up this certain gear, I have to get to my Customs hideout. But instead of that being your own personal, you know, hideout, right? Because how many, what is there, 150 million hideouts in customs? No. It could just you be an extract. It, it could just well, be a simple could, extract, right? That right. You, you, you extract in Lighthouse and that takes you into your, that, that. But you could also budge that with like clan affiliation type stuff where it's like oh yeah you can oh if you're with control. this squad right then you then this is everyone's collective version of things right and by contributing and and you know and adding to the clan you get a percentage of whatever it is uh, right what, so what, like what could be there's so much that there's so many things that <laughs> we, that just are you know off just pure theory crafting that could be so good and so interesting but like, is it relevant to what they want the game to be? That's what it comes down to. God, I just got so excited thinking about that kind of mechanic. I think it'd be so cool. <laughs> it would be cool. And you're like, shit, yo, guys, I need everyone's right. help. Who's got the kid's email address? Right. I got to wrap this up. Yeah. I, now, that sounds like ultimate end of dollars edition right there. Because yeah, that's right. like you said, it's, it's, it's yeah. not a cosmetic item. It's not pay to win. It's a quality of life thing. Right. Yeah. Well, so oh, there's another before we go down like the theory theory crafting <laughs> rabbit hole, right? Because this will derail and it'll be. Oh, yeah. oh sorry, bro. Uh, <laughs> it's the, my fault. The other huge benefit we haven't touched on on the end dollars edition is the gamma container, right? Mm -hmm. so oh yes. On oh, the, the on space. the basic edition, you have the what two? Is it three two by, by two? Two by two. Two by two, right? We call it the tiny and hiney. The tiny yeah. hiney, and then. Uh, <laughs> Then the dollars, your prison wallet gets all loose and stretched out, and you get the three by three. <laughs> oh. All those graphics cards have, <laughs> yeah, you get the, 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 the gaping edition and a graphics card. The gaping edition <laughs> with a God. big too far. one. Too far. Too too far. <laughs> too yeah. yeah, that that is a, a big part because uh, especially what late or late last wipe, I still had a lot of gear fear. I was not running around, so I had to fight my way to get the uh, the case. Yeah, and uh, once I got that in, that made a big difference because you know I could take some extra meds in with me, so I wasn't you know having right. to go scab for meds every other fight because I right. died a lot. 
Um, but uh, yeah, th yeah, this time, you know, I got I got the injector case. I got a docs case. I got near three three meds, uh, a surge kit an IFAC and then probably a splint or something in there. So I got one slot to stick something else in there if I need it. But yeah, that makes yeah. it, you know, yeah, I don't works. even have to think about that. That just is always going right. in a raid with me, which is nice. I do like the fact that you can't stick mags in there anymore. Though. I, I do also, kind of I feel yeah. like they've no done grenades, gone, grenades, right? grenades. Yeah. no frags, no mags. Um, but I, I think that that's gonna uh, put a dent in, I guess, the advantage of the gamma, right? So you don't have like just you know a bunch of sixty rounders in there or something of yeah. almost you know it's crazy ammo or a ton of the impact oh, grenades. I think yeah, really yeah. Put, oh, yeah, the, yeah. Yeah. Grenades put the mark on it. Yeah. yeah, I think it mitigates the 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 unfair advantage of it, right? Like the fair yeah. advantage is like you you have a little more room to get a couple of things that you might that might be super helpful, right? Whether it's like an extra room for a dock case, so you have the keys you need or whatever. Like that's not hurting anyone else necessarily. But like right. the meds, that makes it harder to fight you. Okay, that's to me is like, well, if someone gears up, you know, with enough room, they can do the same thing you can. The gamma is not going to change that. It just makes it not as much of a loss when you die. Right. But since you can't put shit in there that will, you know, that you're like, oh, I got out and I got it out anyway. You're not tucking graphics cards or whatever, or you're losing the found and raid tag. Like then to me, it's kind of like you still have value, but it's not like unfair to the folks who aren't shelling out for end of dollars edition. Right. Yeah. Like, well, Spuddy and I had a good example. We were on interchange the other day, and we ran into a guy with a 360 round max, five of them. Mm. He just rolled in with you know, a, a, five, a ton of ammo, five of the big five, five full max. And you know, if he could stick those in his butt, I would have gotten two of them tops. Yeah, because you know, we probably. yeah yeah we made it out with all of his mags because he couldn't put those in his butt, and that would have right. been a tactical advantage because I mean that's a lot of money to spend. It was good ammo. Oh, hell big yeah. mags. Hey, why that's did that a really good example? Why did he do that? too like i think you got well, maybe it, like half the rat half the mag off before you killed them like uh, well that's a good that's a something i was thinking right so if you have the tiny hiney you're gonna be less willing to bring in that much ammo that guy apparently didn't give a shit maybe he did no. have a tiny hiney you don't really know or well, maybe you maybe yeah, that's true tiny hiney but... kills me. <laughs> it's the tiny hiney or the end of gapes edition like what is oh. Oh. The, <laughs> the end because you can't go any bigger the end of stretch edition of thrones <laughs> Oh my goodness! Oh my god! Oh my! Yeah, but goodness. I was thinking like he, you know, you wouldn't be that willing to bring in, you know, a buttload of ammo, no pun intended, or a, <laughs> a ton of meds or whatever. Um, I think I don't know. I feel like the injector case. I was thinking that's kind of overpowered, but anyone yeah. can go buy an injector case and fill it with a million yeah, or injectors right. and become sanitar basically which is yeah. fucking wild but yeah but you're right anybody could stick it even if you had a one slot you right. could stick an injector case in there but right yeah. so with the tiny hand it doesn't really matter all that much i mean negating it a little bit i mean it, i yeah. i would vote like if i could change the gamma case I, I would vote that we couldn't put anything in there after you load into raid so it's like read only. Oh, load, load, so load, it out. load it up, load it up in your stash. That's it, man. No, maybe. So maybe I'll um I'll preface it right. Key like certain types of maybe you could put it into a a, a container like cash or keys or something like that. But there, there's that part of me that wishes that if that graphics card's found, no one cares if it's found in raid. 
stick it up your butt and move along with your day, right? right? Because it's going to go into your exactly, Bitcoin exactly, farm. Yeah. You're not selling that shit on the market. Yeah. Maybe you are. Yeah. Maybe you if are. your farm is full. If your farm is yeah. full, right? So, but even but then, what I would love is Mojo. Mojo farm is full. But I would love that if you found two graphics cards that you would, you wouldn't be able to keister them, and yeah. I could kill you and get them back. Be kind or of tag, tag, tag anything you put in your butt on a raid is not found in raid if it gets yeah. out. The Even minute you survive. put it in your ass, it's found. It's not found it's in not raid found anymore. Raid anymore. Yeah. Oh, that's, found that's, that's actually that's it's probably like a good FIA found an ass, and you can't, no, you can't sell that because it's got Dookie on it. No did one you wants ever that see shit. that Seinfeld oh, episode where uh, Costanza tries to return the book, and it's they like they <laughs> don't let him because they know it was in the bathroom because he took it in the bathroom to read or something. <laughs> no, I don't remember that. One. And they're like, no, we can't. No. This this book's no. been in the bathroom, and he was like, what? How do you know that? <laughs> oh boy! I think uh, I think that's probably a fair like balance, right? It's like sure you can put that graphics yep. card in your hiney, but you're gonna lose the yeah. you're gonna lose the founding rate every time. Yeah, as soon as you protect it so that you can't get killed and lose it, it shouldn't be founded. I yeah. I mo I. I like the idea of like the losing the founder raid tag, but I honestly think I for the better for the betterment of the game, you can't what you can't you would def- that case is what you bring in. You can't put anything else in it. I don't care money injectors Jeez, anything. anything just- you have to make sacrifices. You have to. You mm-hmm. find a key that's worth a million. You now your game plan is get the fuck out of dodge. Right, like that's the new game is get to exit. Right, yeah. but you have the key, and somebody shoots you, they don't get the key. Well, it's I still think, in your I think, butt. Well, I think we're saying, if like, it, if we if we blocked your butt, deny close the if read all the hiney. Yes, I agree. Re- read all like your gamma. And even then, if you pull if you pull like a med kit out of your ass to use it and hotkey it, you can't put it back in your ass. Well, if you take it out and put it in your inventory, yeah. If you hotkey yeah. something, that's it. It's now it's in your. Well, yeah. that doesn't go back. You can't to remove ass. it from there because yeah. look. Yeah. In the heat of the moment, you might be able to pull something out, but you're not going to take the time to put it back in when you're in raid. Okay, uh, this isn't. I don't care how many jars of, of fucking how many mayo jars of mayo you got. You're not, not going take back. The time, you're you know? too stressed out. You can't relax. <laughs> right. And then there's should, gunfire. Should there's raiders. There's PMCs. There's scavs. You don't. It's time to relax and put everything back up slippery. your ass. Yeah. Oh my god. Shit and mayo. You're like this is awkward. I gotta <laughs> should, get out. <laughs> Should they stop you from being able to stick your finger up your butt, get some Vaseline, and, and met up for the fight? I mean, yeah, it's so no longer a painkiller. Now it's a way to access things in and out of your fucking. <laughs> but should they be able? To, should they stop you from being able to use it right out of your gamma? So, like if you said, if you take it out, you can't put it oh, back. You can, you can use it out of your gamma. You just can't hotkey it in your gamma. It, agreed. Which right. is right. still right. Should they stop right you from being able to use it? Well, hotkeying so is, is a big advantage, right? So if you take it out of your gamma, put it in your pocket and then you hockey it and run around anything that's not on your, in your pocket you, you can I, exactly. I, I think we've gone down a rabbit hole because it there's obviously issues with the state that the game is right now and and doing like a read-only gamma i think it would be really cool and i think the only the only reason i think it's a good idea is because i want to be able to kill that guy and find a graphics card in his backpack <laughs> that's basically it, right like it. or that bitcoin or anything. that he didn't or anything he yeah i mean I just think that it players it, are it, more it, valuable. It's also in line with the whole idea of like found and raid tags and and lessening the the market, you know, into things that are like more civilian. Like yeah. it's in line with that mentality, right? Of like, hey, you can't just shove shit up your ass and it's protected, right? Or it's not even that it's protected; it's not protected anymore. You lose the found and raid tag if you if if you 
you know, if you don't make it out, but it's like, it's that, it's like extra insurance. If I make it out great, if I don't fuck that guy, he doesn't get what I have. And that's not, that's not in the spirit of Tarkov. You know what I mean? Like to me, it's all on the line. Every time you go in with the exception of like some meds and some, maybe some ammo. And it's like, okay, that's cool to me because that's like, you know, you don't want too much of a disadvantage. It's like a quality of life thing. So you don't have to. Yes. Versus like advantage, you know? It's also it changes the playstyle, right? So it if, does. for example, if you do find two graphics cards and you take the you know, the grizzly you had in your gamma and throw it in your backpack, because who cares? It's a freaking grizzly. Right. And then, okay, well now I'm I can hang out. I don't have a full Bitcoin farm, so even if I die, it's okay. I could still play. You know, I don't need to yeah. change my whole playstyle and say fuck it. I'm running straight for extract with you know they have three or four you know two or three other guys with me and then. They're like, oh, just get out and leave. Or if it's just me, you know, you're. Yeah. It changes the entire raid for everyone, pretty much. That's in that raid, right? Because there's yeah. one, one less person. Maybe three people that are just gonna be like, fuck it, let's just get out. Yeah. And you're back to what Nikita doesn't want is people just leaving leaving right. early, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. That's. I think that's fair, but, right? Is that in the state mm. of the game is right now, right? There's a lot of issues with making the gamma read only because it becomes a thing where. If I find something, I'm going to boogie. And now that rate's dead for everybody else, right? Right. Because more and more players find something good, they get the fuck out of Dodge. Now, if you're able to, like, again, open world, if you get to open world, you're able to go drop off your shit, turn around, and come right back in. And it's the same instance with the same player base. And there's, like, 40-plus players in this open world map. That would probably work out a lot better. Yeah. I got to say, I don't... don't agree with all of that i agree with some of it but you don't have I, to right i'm taking my toys yeah, and going home n- <laughs> no, <laughs> I, what, what i don't agree with is the fact that, that, that you find something and you get out right because to me certain items right you find a letx you're gonna you're gonna make a break for the door you find a gpu you're gonna make a break for the door right but most items you're gonna go with the way it is I used to try to boogie the moment I had, I scaved in and I had a and I had a fucking labs card. It was get the fuck out of Dodge, right? Because you'll sell it for a hundred plus. That changed. That changed. That you can't now, it's like, now it's like oh sixty eight k. Like that's cool. That's good, like, it's a good slot. Yeah. It's Best a good in slot. Best in slot. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get out for that. So like I'm gonna go and that puts Best that on the table for other you. people, right? Like that that lets that roll. I don't. I think that's how most people are seeing a lot of items in the game today. Perfect example: scaved in, immediately spawned right by the tank and, and uh, reserve the one that's behind the uh, train station. There was two OFZs sitting there, which I was like, amazing! Open the thing. I look. I have a fucking. Uh, what you call it on me? A labs card. I'm like, labs card and two of those Z's. There's no chance in hell that I wouldn't be booking for the door if it wasn't the way it is now. And I'm like, yeah, let's keep going. So I kept going. I played out the rest of the scav raid. But to me, players go in early for a reason, right? You're a PMC. You're risking way more. You have an advantage. You're getting after good gear and good spawns first. You're going to race to those spawns and try to get missions done and whatever. You're going to get into fights. And if you find good shit, you're going to fuck off. And what are you going to run into? Other people with good shit fucking off to the exit. So, like, that you're moving the fights to, like, earlier and sooner. But, like, to me, scavs should be coming in a little bit later with a lot less shit on the map. You're scavengers for a reason, bro. You're not risking shit. So, like, if you find bodies, if you find a stash that someone missed, if you find, like, awesome, good on you. But, like, to me, that that part of the dynamic of the game, I think, is more interesting because 
Spidey and Bro and Moj and Noof, all of you can attest. Some of the best raids we've had running duos and trips is like you run in, you go get a couple things done, you have one or two good fights, you come out on top, you grab the gear and you fuck off and get out and reset. Yeah. Yep. And it's like, yo, kill two players, reset it. feeling good, reset, roll back in. You get one or two of those in a row, Tarkov's fucking the greatest game in the world. You know, or you roll a scav and you and you wander the map for fucking 40 minutes or 20 minutes or whatever the fucking time is you load in. And you're like, I found nothing. And it's like, well, that's the reality of being a scav, bro. Like, picked. Yeah. Yeah. It's oh, yeah that, that's the thing we've always talked about is a scav should not have 30 or 40 minutes on a map. There's no risk to it. They should have 20 minutes max, maybe. I love the oh, scab. I feel the opposite. 15, yeah. 15 yeah. minutes. Let's hit it. When I load into as a scab to interchange and there's 40 minutes left, I'm like, fuck, I'm going to die in I'm gonna the die, next yeah. five minutes, wow. probably. I got to say, I don't think I've, I don't think I've had a loadout longer than 25 minutes. Um, in the last, um, and this is a bold statement, but I'm going to say 40 to 50 raids as a scav. And, and maybe more than that. And the reason why may be my map choice. I I'm a scav only reserve, scav only, you know, interchange when a few of you want to go interchange. I fucking hate interchange. I scav <laughs> woods on occasion, but like scaving woods with with 11 minutes left sucks. Scaving interchange with 11 minutes left sucks. You're just running. Just run, so, baby. so talk to Mojo <laughs> about his scav runs on woods. Yeah. yeah woods has 20 plus million right insane insane but and but to me scavs are late to the party right you get yes. lucky on occasion you find a body on occasion yes. you know and and it works out awesome like that's a yes. good scav but the reality is if you get out as a scav it's a win because it's free loot right no matter how little or big it is it's free so like i don't know i kind of feel like having that dynamic of Oh, I got some good shit. It's time to fuck off. And having your boys be like, we'll cover you to exit. They may not get out. How many times have you guys escorted me to a fucking exit? And I bail. And you're like, all right, let's go to dorms and fuck people up. Like, let's go here. Let's. And I'm like, oh, all right, I'll, I'll run a scavy on my own. Like, or I'll watch. And even then it's entertaining. So it's like, I don't know if that dynamic shifts as bad as you think it does, you know, by find something cool and get the fuck out of, out of Dodge, you know? Yeah, I mean when they when they changed the when they changed the found and raid status, if you got out with something in your gamma, right? If you don't get out, then you lose the found and raid. Um that that did change a lot, right? Because I found the last wipe or the wipe before that, whenever they made that change, um, I found like Aletics in, in Shoreline. And the first thing I thought of was like, I gotta get the fuck out of here because I need that found and raid. I need to be yeah. able to put this thing on the market. If I can't put it on the market, right. it's not worth it to me. Well, it's still two hundred K, but it's not the million that it that it would have right. been. Right. Yeah. You so. start calculating the loss instead of the win. Right? Exactly. It's so like, it's like playing blackjack. And You're I like, died oh, that I could have doubled down and I didn't, you know? Yeah. Like, what the fuck? And I died that raid and it was like Fuck. Like now I could have used it for the hideout if I need, still needed it for the hideout, which I think is the, the consolation prize, but I wanted to be able to put it on the market. So it still had that mentality. I guess my point is I saw the mentality of get the fuck out of Dodge. And I think that if you had maybe more of that, I don't know. I don't know. Something to think about. And maybe in the in the end game they can I like the restrictions that they're putting on the gamma. Yeah. I, I might step it up just to see. And now's the time to do it, right? 
Test it out. Yeah. See how it works. Right. Yeah. Roll it right. back. Roll I mean, they did take horrible. it away fully at the end of the last wipe, right? Yeah. During but the I think event. that was too much because then no one's bringing keys in. Right. Right. You're not going to bring no in bringing your, you're not gonna bring a dock case or a spit case and lose it. Like, so, fuck that. Has anybody watched Jesse's video about keys? No. No. Nope. He had this whole thing about keys and them being like valuable or not valuable. And I don't want to misquote it because I'm not, I can't remember right. the Would, specifics of it, but it's not the details. It's just a, a spider the, the TV idea, summary. Yeah. The idea of keys right now is like so many rooms are shit. So many keys yeah. are shit. What if yeah. keys were one time use? Oh, what if Mark key was one time, but the loot in it was fan fucking tastic. But it's only Ooh, I've gotten only very mixed feelings about it. I got mixed feelings about it. You'd have a lot of rooms that are uber camped all the time. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yep. You'd watch that. You'd watch that marked hallway like a fucking. But if it's rare, room. also maybe not because how many times? How many raids is someone gonna loot that room? But it was one out of ten. Right. If you're gonna camp, you're gonna it, camp you're gonna ten go raids. Yeah. Yeah. What if it was so rare that? Yes. I mean, right. so I mean, as it stands right now, like. I used to back in back in the olden days before the market, I used to actually spend a whole day playing the game looking for keys. That's all I did. I'd be on shoreline yeah. running to the key spawns. If I didn't find the key, I got out reset. Now it's like you buy whatever keys you need for missions, but other than that, I I barely I don't run I, I, I don't I, I don't bring in a key tool. I don't, you know, it's I mean I put the docs case, I have the keys key that I have, but I don't actively try to buy them and collect them all. No, that's yeah. a good point. I think keys are way less important to yeah. me in this. And like, dynamic I loot changed everything, out. right? Yeah. I find yes. the good stuff everywhere. Like, Mojo, you can contest. Like, Woods doesn't have any keyed rooms except for an exit. Nope. So, yep. But you're able There's to like find all the Uber Yeah. It spawns at lower quantities, but yeah, it, yeah there's still yeah. valuable spawns there, which is, you know, I may not get what I need, but I'm getting money off the things I do get. Oh, you right. get what you need. You just make sure I get all the horses. Yes. You want some ponies, Lobo? He's like, oh, this is a this is a high value spawn. I'm like, oh, this this horse statue again, high value, huh? You're like, oh, well, I, earlier today I found 19 vases in this one. Spawn. Right, like, right oh. as you locked off, it turned into two bronze lions. Yeah, as soon as there I locked off, there's two bronze lions. He's like, oh yeah, whoops, found those. I, I would stay with the mark rooms. They shouldn't be static. They should be random and like for shoreline. There should be a oh, sign oh, on the shit. admin building that tells you what the marked room is. So you have to run to the front of the admin building in the open, read the sign to find out what the marked room is. Maybe there's a you map or something. For it. Yo, hold on. Scratch, scratch, even the, scratch even that, right? No identifier at all on where the marked room is. Because if you come across it, you come across it. But on the door, it's marked. Hence the fucking marked room Works name, too, yeah. right? It's like the, the cultist drew a pentagram on it and put symbols. Maybe there's shit in the hallway that kind of indicates, <laughs> oh, it could be this way, but like I don't really know. And then everyone's following the signs, trying to figure out where they have their sacrificial. All the smell of the dead pig. Yeah, yeah, and like yeah. that would be sick because then it, then keys would be more important because like you'd want them all in case you came across a room that you had a key to that was one of the marked rooms suddenly and like each one of those could have their own version of loot in them there where it's like oh if you found the east 117 and that was where i was rudely interrupted <laughs> by the sp 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 spider summary 
Discord just took a dive, so it's okay. Just continue continue talking. We'll, we'll, we'll slice it in. Yeah, all good. I mean, my point was that, you know, you would be more inclined to bring keys in because those keys may actually may actually be a marked room. You don't know. So it's like you're sure, taking a gamble. Are you, are you going to put 125 keys in your butt hoping that, you know, you yeah. go to Shoreline no, and you, no, it, it but just I, I to be what you have? That's why I think, if, that I I think bring... if it's always unlocked, you can get in there as long as you find it. But yeah, you don't but know that, where it is. See, that's my point. Then why have keys at all? Like oh, I'm if saying it's always it's just, unlocked. So yeah. like, here's my point. You have your mission keys. You have keys where you know there's high value spawns and things. You stack those, right? Like I have a docs case for, you know, woods and, you know, and shoreline because shoreline right. has a lot of keys and woods has none, right? So pair those together. You'd have one for customs and factory. You'd have one for, you know, lighthouse and whatever. And so, or you get to a sick case and then you have more room for keys. So you can increase the keys you carry. But the reality is I haven't brought a docs case into raid and as long as I can remember unless i had a mission that i needed a key like i don't fucking care about bringing keys in unless i'm specifically aiming for a mission and that would change that i would bring a docs case with random keys for that map every map i went in and i'd make sure i took up two slots of my fucking you know of my of my gape edition so so, so they they've already done they already put a hundred uses on every key right so every key isn't completely use you can use it indefinitely so if if they up the spawn rate of certain types of loot in those rooms, but they made the keys maybe maybe common keys or like ten uses in yeah, twenty five and then marked room keys or one time uses, and then normal rooms you could like lock pick it because they've talked about lock picking mm-hmm. being mm-hmm. in the game, which that means that your ass I mean, is out in the wind yeah. for however long. <laughs> right, I'm imagining a effect for lock picking. Sounds yeah, like you're dropping 40 I, tons of concrete in the other room every time you're trying to pick a lock. Yeah, <laughs> across the map, grenades are going off because you're trying to fucking break a lock. Like, you know, and then, so, look, lock, let's, lock picking, I think, is a great idea, but I think it's separate from the idea that we're talking about now. I think that all keys should be limited to whatever, you know, 25 or 10, yeah. depending on how important the loot is in the room, right? They should gauge that by that. I also think that mark rooms on maps where they're going to have marked rooms should be randomized every time you load in. That that marked room may be a 25-use key, maybe a 10-use key, maybe whatever. Maybe you make it so that if you use it and it's a marked room, that key is now fucking busted, broken, you know, destroyed or whatever, and you've got access to the marked room. You The gear is fucking tits, and now your goal is fuck off before anyone realizes that I found it first. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot that they can do because I think the market dreams are bunk right now. And if they do, and I keep going back to open world, but if they go to open world, you don't want the mark rooms to be static things that get open at the very beginning of the of whatever the four hour long session is, and then that's useless for right. the rest right. of the day. And it has to be reset. But if it re, like to your point, if it reset, but it wasn't then you the same, farming them, yeah. But if it wasn't the same room as before, it moved around, then you might have maybe make it a little bit interesting. So, all right. So, anyway, just makes it more dynamic. It's almost like the idea of adding in dynamic things into the game helicopter crashes, roving patrols of raiders, right? Like, shit like that is just every single time you load in, it's different. 
because you don't know where the marked room is. No one's going to – I mean, look, dorms, you're still going to rush dorms. Why? Because there's more rooms that could be marked than anywhere else. But you're not going to run to the third floor, down the hallway, and on the right. You're going to go, fuck, I need to sweep every floor. Maybe it's on first floor. Maybe it's in two-story dorms. Maybe it's not even fucking there, man. Maybe it's maybe the marked room is now, you know, in big red. Holy oh. shit. <laughs> That'll piss a lot of people off. But yeah, yeah but that it, you know what it is? It just creates dynamic yes. instances in the game. Yep. And yeah. I think that's what they're cool trying to do game. with loot drops yeah. and shit like that. It's yeah. like, yo, you the, it looks like that's Take, what they want to do again. Nikita, tell me I'm wrong. But... Away. Take yeah. some of the unpredictability away because it's the game's so predictable right now with spawn. Oh, you mean add some unpredictability. Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm sorry. Take Take unpredictability away. No, I'm sorry. Take predictability predictability away. There you go. Because you, maybe I was misspeaking, but the whole idea that that I can know when people where people spawn, I know what doors are good, I know where all the the loot should be. It just takes some of the fun out of the game. Spider, do you have the video up right now or no? No, I don't. But but we are recording. I see everybody. Sorry, after Discord crashed, it's like, yeah, it's all fucked up. All right, there you go. Okay, cool. I didn't know if you were capturing video, so I got you guys. I know, I know. You know what you're yeah. doing. I gotta you're flip right. mine. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. You'll Put switch eventually. I'm exhausted now. <laughs> yeah. All right. So now, Mojo, you came from you. You came. Did you play that? You played Armor, right? Yes. Yeah, I, I started playing Arma in Arma 2 um, because of the Daisy mod. Yeah. I wasn't much of an Arma 2 player before that. I thought the engine was terrible from the get-go. It but is. The, 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 the Daisy mod was so much You're fun. You're like dying, falling downstairs? Yes, that, that was my complaint. Uh, That's why I finally gave up on Arma. Uh, because the, it was, the terrain was always terrible. Roads, stairs, rocks were just death traps. Dangerous. Yeah, and What's I, funny I, you know, is never played Arma, but I know that. Yeah, because you heard me because whining. Everyone who, because everyone who plays Arma has bitched about it. So, like, I, I, I know that, and I know enough. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, you can do everything stairs. right. You can have the high ground. You can you know, be out shooting somebody, and then you go down to loot them, and you step into the ground and die. So you came from the hardcore space and over to Escape from Tarkov. So you're not coming from, like, you're not a COD player jumping into Tarkov. You know what hardcore game style is. How do you, how do you like the hardcore style of Tarkov? versus where you came from i like the hardcore i, I like it very much I'm, uh, I'm much more of a i like the shorter time to kill i don't like the yeah. games where you have to shoot people 140 times get through their shield knock down their armor and then you know hope you knock them out that's not me i don't have the uh, twitch ability to aim so i prefer yeah. a much more patient game style i try to take one shot for the head kind of thing because as, as lobo likes to say i move slow I remember first playing with you. You did that, I don't know, it was like a 200 meter shot, headshot, no scope on oh, reserve. Yeah, I was, was on like, that. Holy shit. It's the patience. That's, I've always been, it, it, Spider will tell you, in Arma, that's the only reason they kept me around. Uh, I was the recon guy. <laughs> I'd tell everybody where everybody else was. I'd be really patient. I'd hang out. That was my, my, my game style. So, yep. And, uh, there was, there one, was, there was one building in Breaking Point. We called it Casa Mojo because he would be at the top of it every time. It oh, was, you know, you know not when everyone starts position, preferring, but I could see everybody. You know when there everyone starts referring to things by by your call sign that like you've you've put your mark on it. So I like that. 
Well, I'll tell you, it was the call signs that actually got me to start watching you guys play. Because as soon as I hear you guys yelling dickhead and cleavage, I'm like, I got to see this. (laughs) (laughs) His own tits laughed and everyone's like, what? What? Very interesting what uh, game you boys are playing. Yeah, but yeah, then it was the kind of communication that we had in in the later Arma days. Uh, you know, people calling out right. things, letting other people know where they were. And of course, in, in Arma, we had an advantage because your friends had a a halo, so you could see them. Um, but uh, watching you guys play, I thought, okay, there, this this, this looks like fun. The commu- yeah, exactly right. But the how communication was have, good. How many times has, has the team killed you because you didn't shoot first, and and one of us did, and it was you? <laughs> That's my question. I think I've been killed twice, but then All again, right. I'm, I'm I'm not yeah. the guy kicking doors. I tend yeah. to hang back, and uh, you know, I do the support role. I catch the stragglers, um, yeah. The, yeah. that that kind of thing. So, but yeah, no, I think uh, and I think both times I got killed, it was my fault. Now I've I've shot some other people on the team, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> so, all right. I'm, I'm guilty yeah, of that, it, but uh, it happens. A little friendly, fi- little friendly fire never hurt nobody. Yeah, but I, but just, I really like the yeah the, the hardcore version. Um, I don't like the hardcore configurability of the weapons. I think they have gone completely overboard. You could have an AK with yeah. you know five grip slots, five handle slots, and you know five stocks. And just call them stock one through five and have different layers of ergo on them and be done. I don't need to see 260 types of flash suppressors because yeah. one, I'm not a, I'm not a gum guy. And I think the level of configurability in the guns doesn't provide as much versatility as they think it does. You know, they could, they could mm-hmm. do it PUBG style where you've got, you know, backpack one, backpack two, backpack three, and just call them that. But I think so, that would know, affect a lot of the gun the, guys. The, the very, the variable amount of bullets they have too. Would you cut mm-hmm. back on that as yeah. well? It was really confusing early on. Now, now that yeah. you know, once you guys showed me the spreadsheet, which brings me to another thing about the game that I hate, I think it's really lazy. <laughs> how, how much information is not in the game? Yeah, yeah, you know, that's yeah. what, 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 what you guys showed me. When you look at like no food after midnight and guys like that are just putting in the work to yes. detail out information that like helps the community, right? I also think though, like on an interesting spin on that, that that is part of why the Tarkov community is so like united, right? And so like friendly and open and like, you know, we all have the same frustrations and everyone can relate, but at the same time, there's so much that of this game that depends on the community. Fucking yes. the maps, the ammo breakouts, especially when something new gets added. What, yes. What's the first thing you do? You don't look at BSG to tell us what the fuck is <laughs> going on. You know, you're like, oh, one pack with the news. And you're yeah. like, all right, one pack, give me the skinny on it. And then you're like, where's Veritas to break down 900 variations of what this could mean? Then I'll go watch, you know, Pastilli not give a shit about it and still ace everybody. And yeah. then you look at, you know, someone else's version of it and you're like, oh. But what you drives know, me absolutely nuts, and, and, and I know I've heard other people bitch about it but like the santa claus event that they did over christmas was really cool (laughs) nobody knew anything about if you weren't following them on twitter you didn't know yes about that that event it's one of my beefs i should i shouldn't have to go to twitter i shouldn't have to go to social media to find out what the event is bsg just needs to hire like a good yes content and marketing and message management team to like Put this where everyone gets it right off the bat. I mean, and it's not that hard, right? First time the event goes in, you get a message from FYI, assholes, fucking Santa's here. If you fuck with him, it's gonna suck. That's oh, all and by the way, say. this guy is Santa. Here's a picture yeah, of him. Here's what right. he looks like. By the way, here's his friends. <laughs> He's got a bigger red backpack. 
Yeah, they're yeah. going to attack you, the Raiders. They're going to wear the same shit. Like, just even, like, some quick – you know, to me, that's kind of the interesting part about other games that I see, right? And, like, I, I don't like comparing games that are very different, and but in one way I feel like this is interesting because I play a couple other games, and when they do events like this and they do them kind of on schedules, they roll out weekly and monthly, and it's – you know, and it, and, and it doesn't matter what the game is. I don't want to be judged for it, but, you know, it's it's – they have a they have like a community team that works with the the content providers the right the game builders builders and they and those people get the information fed to them from the development team yes. and they go this is how the event's going to go you know one week or two weeks beforehand you're going to tell your audience hey there's an event coming up and this is what we're hearing and this is what we say and don't mark my words for it but it should work in some sort of fashion like this they put out content for it the event comes live and everyone's like holy shit it's kind of close it's right on where they said maybe it's a little different but it's like bsg has this community of amazing content creators that if they just were like hey Harness come them. on board have a conversation nda this event out you yeah, got that's right this on the seventh of the month everyone drop your video on what this means to you your version of this everything right those videos would have a million views that would help them, the content creators who are pushing the game. And it would also be like, oh, I kind of understand the event. Now, it wouldn't be anything that they wouldn't share to us before it starts. Obviously, they'd be follow-up videos of, oh, I found this out. Or, oh, look, this is another dynamic no one knew. But the reality is, like, everyone in the game would be much more informed of, like, the shit that's going on. And it would be more enjoyable, the events. Yeah, you wouldn't spend the first half of it trying to figure out what's going on. Right, and then you're like, oh, yeah. shit, I need to stash these things or work on this or, like, you know. Mid-December, I, I was like, the, I mean, the Christmas balls. I'm like, I know I need them. I don't know why. I don't really give a <laughs> shit. There's Christmas trees in this map. I didn't realize they were even on every map until I was like, oh, shit, and now I have a quest to go fucking check. Yeah. Like, again, part of that's my fault, but part of it's like, get the message out a little bit better, boys. I don't even think it's just event-driven. I think it's game basics. I think that yeah. you know they, they they created a great game. They got it out there. They outfitted. They got people playing. They didn't take two developers to the side and say, "Now you guys are responsible for documentation." Right. You know, yeah. there's there's here's here's the the new user experience for this game is terrible. I mean, right. you go it you go well, in, I, you get you get your butt pushed in right away, and yeah. if <laughs> in, unless unless you really want to come back, you're not going to play it again. You're like right. that was yeah. terrible. Yeah, if you're yeah, absolutely. So, it, yeah. it takes a minute for you to get hooked on it, and it exactly because right because it is so punishing. And it's like, what do I do now? Yeah, the, and the, I'm lucky enough. You guys told me how to do it. You dragged uh, me along for an entire wipe to get me the you know the that's basics. That's what friends are for. <laughs> that's also Perfectly, what I you know, like about the game, right? Is that it yeah. does create. Like, you have your to friends are going to pull you along, right? Yes. Right. I've done half of these missions like eight times. Even or void. I've done it right. Just or so void. I, so I could go void and like will pull do you it along. People. Yeah, void, void will, pull, will you pull you along. I mean, yeah, you, that's you, the newest you, thing. But yeah, no, but no, I'm, I'm just gonna say like, but with with the having the camaraderie and having a friend, having a buddy. But not everybody has that. There's a lot of solo yeah. solo players out there that they're just kind of learning it for the first time. I've told this story before, but I'll, I'll tell it briefly. Is that with the first the first raid I did in Tarkov because I was by myself and I just downloaded the game. I thought I could just leave the raid in the middle, just escape, exit raid. You're like, like exit. I thought I could come back because this game's I was a easy. Day-Z. I, I just was a escaped. Player. I was a Daisy yep. player. I thought I could just log off and come back to my character. I didn't realize how <laughs> the you, raid you're system like, worked. Alt F four. 
I'm out. No I'm one out. can kill me now. I'm, I'm losing this fight. I'm escaping. No, I Tarkov. ran into I, I ran into a building and I logged off because that's yeah. what you would do in DayZ. And I didn't exactly. know right. what the raid system was. Like right. I didn't get right. it. Because there was safe no, in here. There was yeah. no tutorial. Yeah. There, yeah, that's right. the thing. There's still there's some tutorial, yeah. tutorial. Yeah. I didn't but, understand how, the whole scav mechanic escaped me the first time when I installed it. 10, five years ago, whenever it was, I didn't understand the PMC scab mechanic. I thought, that's kind of silly. Why would you do that? And then yeah. once you guys explained it to me, I was like, okay, I get it now. Yeah, it's like but, a free run to mitigate the You'd never figure it out yet. Yeah. yeah. If I'm a solo and I've never played it before, I would do nothing but scav. Right. Because and, the, and then the, you the, find one exit and you're like, okay, cool. And then you go there yep. with your PMC and it's like, yo, this don't count. Yep. This ain't where you get out. Like I remember looking at the wiki alone. to find the uh, extracts on the maps, Every map, and being yeah. like, "Okay, those are the extracts." I'm a PMC. Run to the P- PMC labeled extract. Yep. Nothing's happening. I'm like, yeah. "What the fuck? Nothing's right, happening." You didn't even know what to hit. Go to zero, a different like, one. Oh, oh yeah. Um, I go to yeah. a different. Nothing's happening. I'm like, "Spider, what the fuck is going on? These all these extracts are broken. Is this right spot? Looks like the I'm in the standing in the fucking tree I'm right next to in the pickup truck. Yeah. Right at the crack. Yeah. Hole in fence was. I'm like trying to crawl through the hole in the fence. You're like that has to be the hole in the <laughs> like, fence. Do you well, have that extract? No I'm like, what the fence. fuck do you mean? Do I have that extract? <laughs> He's like, press O twice. I was like, oh. Or worse, you're standing in a corner by yourself. Yeah, exactly. At least in those, it like flashes or something. But it does right. now. Yeah, the, for uh, the when I first started playing, it didn't. I think last wipe. I think that's something I had last wipe. Pay the man, yeah. and it's random. You're like, exactly. hopefully I get in. Hopefully this guy open, unlocks the child lock on the back door because I gotta get the fuck out, bro. Oh, yeah. Get out. Who was the like, come on, come on? I'm climbing the truck, bro. <laughs> was it you, Mojo, just... or was it Barry that stepped in front of the truck and got greased off? Well, I, I was with Barry, but it was Barry. <laughs> as soon as yeah, I said, I he sprinted to the front of the truck and got sniped. Yeah, what happened? I don't know. I don't remember the, the truck left without me essentially. Okay, uh, we, we were on woods and standing at the back <laughs> of the truck, about to take the we paid to get the vehicle exfil. Yeah, and I said, Okay, we got to be right at the back of the truck. And so, new friends to the back of the truck. And as soon as the timer gets to like three seconds, he runs around the driver's side and sprints toward the front, thinking we're going to go that way. And he gets just holed in the head as soon as he hits the front of the truck. Yeah, so oh my god. I didn't explain myself very well. I apologize. <laughs> no, I, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I was like, he's like, oh, I'm, like I'm, I'm out. And he was like, I'm dead. I'm like, what happened? What happened? <laughs> Got sucked under the wheel. I ran past the sign with the giant sniper logo on it. <laughs> <laughs> you oh, have yeah, to be pretty. Right, you have right, to yeah. hide behind that sign. You, well, one thing you I want to be between that sign and the truck. I want to be yeah. carefully carefully optimistic and cautious about is is just that like okay yeah tarkov's got no like hey take this training and figure out how shit works right but we also don't want like the new version of PUBG where it's like Correct. you have to do 37 raids to unlock the game <laughs> and you're like fuck this game yeah, like right. are you kidding yeah, me they're, my boys yeah, are that was a happy they'll between... fucking teach me like but, but, there's gotta but be something you can in do offline mode offline oh, raids we, are we, great we, when you load an offline map, show me where the exfilts are so I can figure these things well, out. Yeah, like or the, even having uh, overlays, uh, right? Okay. So like you're in you're in you're in offline mode, right? Allow you to go in offline road mode in a group, 
like allow me to go in with someone and be like, look, we're going to go in offline. No, no fucking baddies. And we'll walk around. I'll show you where some shit is. I'll show you how shit works. Like you'll see some loot containers and kind of the functionality of things. I'll could point out exits. And when you go to an exit, it should fucking blink like a gun jam. Oh shit. Something here is important, right? I don't know what it is. I could figure it out, but like it would help you a little bit, right? Maybe even like the first quest from each fucking trader was sort of articulated in a way to be like here's how this shit works like this is a helpful thing you can do just put an exit sign at the exits <laughs> how hard can that be god damn it mojo you and your fucking logic redesign the entire back yeah. end of the game so that you can do offline roads with your buddies offline raids with your buddies <laughs> No, I, I do yeah, like the idea of offline with buddies because I, I can show you where well, that would be. But I got a huge left. Huge left. But you know, you know, I like woods. Offline raids with your buddies would be a huge. It's private servers. Yeah, I could show right. you guys where all the stashes are. That's right. a huge benefit of offline like uh, that. So slapping up a couple. This is the whole fence or well, plus, checkpoint fence. Yeah, exactly and right. Two arrows here, like flashing lights. And there, like, look, Offline's there also good for figuring out fight bosses, too. That's, Offline's that's, that good true. for a spider when it's we're fun. streaming. He likes to go to offline mode in the mid middle of the stream. So, like, it's, you know, fuck that guy. It's near know. line for him. I, it's near line. I don't line. know what the hell is wrong with Discord. It's just being super pissy. Yeah. I um, think it's the end it of last one. It updated today, didn't it, too? Uh, probably that's yeah. probably the problem but no here so here's a here's a unique hold on hold on we're still talking about offline raids no but i that... love offline raids at the end of last wipe i was doing them just to try to fight like raiders and bosses mm -hmm. you turn on the bosses you go in with like you know a, a long range gun a short range gun a medium range gun a backpack full and of ammo you were practicing yeah it's just fun to no it's awesome you, like a you should do that or... a lot more Oh, right. <laughs> but Sturm hey, still kills me in offline mode all the time. Sure, I can't figure it out. <laughs> but then accidentally go into reserve uh, you, in, a, in a real raid with a backpack full of guns and ammo and free guns and everything, and then be like, wait a minute, why the hell do I hear like other shots and grenades and the AGS going off? And then, so I started like, blasting. This is not an offline raid. Oh, I've, None of I've my shit's that. insured. I've done that wow. with the. Uh, Loading up your your PMC like before they oh, had the stash sort. I was like, I put all this shit onto oh. onto my PMC, and then I'm like, I'm gonna go into a scav run. Here we go, reserve, oh, click, yeah. click, click, <laughs> and then you spawn in, and you have all You're that like, shit. In your I backpack. got three like, dock oh, cases oh. on me. I have all my backpacks and all the important I, I, stuff. I, I got all your backpacks. Yeah. I got seven hundred. <laughs> I got my seven hundred kilos. I've got every backpack that I've yeah. had ever. Can't even oh, move. Yeah. I'm I just, just standing remember sitting here, I'm at D2's like somebody yeah, exactly. hit the button. Please I'm somebody hit die. the button. You go to <laughs> run and it moves up like one millimeter. That's your max speed. It's like yeah. <laughs> you could literally crawl faster because the your crawl legs mechanics are fucking off. broken. Oh my god. That's happened to me a couple times. <laughs> You've got two broken legs from attempting to run. <laughs> from spawning in. We're playing Arma. <laughs> right. There was from a rock. Down, yeah, you walked down a staircase, you broke both your legs. <laughs> So Mojo, Mojo, what, we, here's a oh, oh, I, let, go ahead. I, you, you're, yeah, yeah. I was yeah, going to switch so, topics a little bit. Go ahead. No, no, no. I want to stay on on sort of the Moj newbie and and kind yeah, of the transition kind of and talking. things. Yeah. So Moj, I I know in the first few 
in the first when you got back into it a little bit, right? We started playing again. And you had like, and you got into you're like, I'm playing with you guys. Fuck it, let's go. And like, it was the end of last raid. I feel like right or end of the last raid, last wipe. Um, where like you started getting more into like consistently playing. Is that about? Is that accurate? Yeah, I think middle of last wipe, I, I picked it up. And, and, uh, and by the end of that raid, I feel like you got a good kind of concept of how things were moving and shaking. You were building up good ruples. You, were, you had a good stash. You had good shit. But you would still roll in with, like, terrible gear, or gear right? I like still, still roll with terrible you still, gear. You still have gear fear. So, like, to me, I'm very curious. Like, I feel like this raid more – or I keep calling it a raid. This, this wipe more than ever – like I've lost my gear fear and like, I don't know what contributed to that besides like, you know, besides me starting late, not giving a fuck and just trying to have fun this wipe um, more than anything. But like, I'm kind of curious is like what your, what your perspective is on it based on like, you just got started. So many things have changed. You grabbed the end of days edition. Like there's a lot of shifting dynamic for you. And I know you're sitting on a fucking, you know, Bezos, you know, uh, hideout <laughs> at this point, you've got fucking, you know, you could, you could drone me out anything I need in terms of fucking how many R assassins do you, are you sitting on? But like the reality is, is, you still have that sort of like, I don't want to bring my best shit in. Right. And, and so to me, I'm kind of curious. It's like, what, where you see that dynamic shifting or like, if you do it all, or is it just time? Oh, it's, it started shifting re very recently. I, I, most of my gear level three, I think is the highest I brought in last raid, unless it was specifically needed because I was dying 80% of my raids. Um, <laughs> this, this time it's probably closer to 60, but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm bringing in more level four gear every once a level five, but it is, it's, it's a lot of it is understanding what the gear is rather than just saying, Hey, this looks cool. Let me throw on that level one right, right. helmet because it looks cool. Yeah. And the, uh, yeah, the helms, <laughs> let me get a helm. <laughs> I had to throw away what three cases of those. Yeah. You're like, I have 19 has helms. What should I do with them? I'm like, throw them out. Throw them like, away. Delete them. Sell them all. Yeah. I, yeah, was, like, I was excited with you uh, the other day when we were on interchange and you had killed that guy with the five, like 60 round mags in his bag. And I'm like, all right, there's a bunch of bad guys up top. You go ahead and get out. I'm going to go after these guys. She's like, it's just gear. Let's go get these guys. I'm like, yeah. 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 It's starting to feel a little bit. but That's why no, I'm asking, ahead, right? Ahead. Spidey's dragging me along. You got to remember this. So I know every I door along the way it's going to get kicked in. Let's go. Ooh, Chad, Chad Elbows is yeah, learning yeah. from the best. He's like, but, he's like, bro, uh, I have three graphics cards. So I'm going to kill these other two guys. And I'm like, exactly. you're Shots. literally going to march into the worst scenario possible. You're like, yeah, but it sounds like they got good guns. I'm like, dude, you can just you just step over the bridge and you're out. And you're like, eh. I'm, I'm got one of those guns in my stash. I'll give it. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting <laughs> to the point where I I can appreciate the gunfights now more. Before it was the survival, yeah, survival, you know, the gear, figuring out the ins and outs uh, of the game. Now it's like, hey, I see somebody. It's not let me sit in the bush and let them run by. It's yeah. let me see if I can get a better position before I engage, or let me see how many other people are with them. That's a and good. Like, like, like Spidey said, you know, we we were running around interchange. He said, "Go ahead and run out." And it's like, no, that's all right. It's it's just gear. But you know, yeah. if I if if I had the small stash still, and you know, I was fighting to get traders up because I need things that I might think you know I can sell it on the market and you know maybe right. get these things. And now it's like, you know. I, I'm, I'm opening scab boxes and, and selling two million dollars worth of stuff just to make space. So yeah. it's uh, 
Yep. It's it's a very different level of comfort. Yeah, and that's why I'm asking, right? Because like I've I've seen like I've been playing a lot more consistently and kind of later at night lately, just because work and stuff, right? And and that your our play times have coincided a lot more recently. So like we've been running a lot of raids, and and I'm like. Yo, my man is mad aggressive. <laughs> like in the land, I'm like, you're like, you're like, I could get out, but like, I also, you know, we could kill these guys. And I'm like, yeah. Yes, and I've noticed that from several other of our like inner circle, right? A couple other guys, like I, I've seen T be like, uh, we can leave. And he's so calculated, right? Like I love playing with T because he's always like seven steps ahead of whatever I'm thinking. I'm like, oh, that's the right way to play this game. But like yeah. lately, he's been like, "But if I don't go after these guys, then like I didn't avenge you." And I'm like, "All right, man." But like I died because I suck, and like I was being stupid, and you can get out. And he's like, "Yeah, but." So I just feel like this raid, this again raid, this wipe, is like more. I just feel like everyone's playing a little more fast and loose. And I don't know if it's just because we're all kind of progressing and getting more into it. I it's don't know if it's thing. just. Is it is it Spider's just terrible influence on all of us? <laughs> I'm, I'm just I'm just <laughs> Leroy Jenkins. Rah, 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 fucking here we go, baby. Or is it just like a difference where like where like gear dollar ruple per slot doesn't fucking mean as much anymore? And like oh. and you gotta play with what you find because like I've got two two slicks and I'm like. I should throw one of those on and run factory. And like, <laughs> let, I'm like, I would have never ever thought that in my life. But now I'm like, I, I'm like, I, sell I, have them cards, I have cards burning a hole in my pocket. We should go. Yeah. Yeah. I, I will tell you a big part of it was wanting to be a contributor. You know, for like all of last wipe, I felt like I was a consumer. You know, I, I was just feeding off of you guys, learning from you guys. This time we get into a fight, you get shot. I want to go over and save your gear. And in order to do that, I have to engage. So it's taken me out of my sit and wait comfort mode to protect that gear, get that stuff back, be a contributor kind of thing. The other thing is I played with a couple of guys with us that were even more cautious than I was. And I got to see firsthand how that isn't always the most helpful way to go when you're getting into a fight. So the, uh, when you're like, oh, I need you to flank. And they're like, well, I got this bush here that I'm exactly. real comfy in. And you're like, but could you, if you could, if you could, if you could just. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. A lot more times shooting is the better way out than waiting. And that's and what I, I figured out. Just- that, that that's a mechanic of the game to some degree like it shooting's sometimes better but you know i and i'm happy that we touched on your play style because it, it is it is in that that vein of like i'm definitely the chad and then the rat like type thing even though it's probably played out like to to no end but i love yeah. that there's there's always going to be that progression of gear fear i had it when i first started playing the game um and I probably should have more of it, <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, nine. But, but yeah, it, it's nice that you. That, I, got I, I, love just, seeing, I got two of them. Yeah, Spidey nine ruples over here. Spidey can, nine. Hey, get you, you, know, get you get your shine box when you're going as a scav. Right? <laughs> <laughs> He's over there in reserve. He's like, hey, oh, come here. I can take care of them boots for you. Oh, oh, you got your tactical fucking slippers on? Yeah, don't worry about it. I got. I can take care of it. <laughs> Yeah, this is selling my body in customs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, big red. This is yeah. it's a totally different meaning now. Okay, but no, I love seeing your progression of of kind of becoming 
find, kind of finding yourself in the, in the game and being able to find your play style, what's successful for you. And I mean, you've surpassed me in level. You've been uh, three, eight, ten times more Ruples than I have this wipe from. from well, let, let's also clarify that I haven't worked this year, so I've <laughs> had a lot more time to play. So, <laughs> I mean, come on. And when true, I say this year, I mean true, for but... a year. So. <laughs> Yo, so, so Nikita, I mean, reach out to our boy, you know, you know, like, get him on board. He's got some great ideas. He can help you I out. I will you know? all those database calls for you. He can help there you out. Your go-to-market strategy and, you know, in the Western Hemisphere. There's a lot of things we can help (laughs) right on Uh, but no it's it's uh, it's fun to watch you guys play and like i said that's that's what brought me back to it um you know watching you guys as a unit with with your streams up it's really nice to see and yeah and uh and every time i ask can i come you guys can always say no I hope you realize that you don't have to say oh, yes. I, don't so. I said a no joke in the old night. You're like, all right. I was like, dude, I'm, I'm totally <laughs> Yeah, I'm not going to get offended, man. Yeah, it's a... <laughs> and uh, and I, like, I like helping everybody else complete their missions now, too, because I don't feel like I – but last wipe, I don't think I did that at all. So this time, it's like, you know, if you need an RBST, hey, I'll come with you. You know, let's go. Yeah. So yeah, sure you've been you've been vital. Zero. You've been vital. <laughs> it's, it's the rubles. It's the rubles. I think you oh opened my... up that room like four times for me. Yeah. And, I... and every single time, I'm like, I got this mission <laughs> item. I should get out. Level and then you're like, shot Leroy! though. I'm gonna go find <laughs> My <laughs> RBST keys has 87 uses left on it. That that. That in and of itself describes the the use case. That's awesome. That's, <laughs> That's awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So so I'm curious too. Like, look, I personally know a couple of the other games that you play. Right. We got into some of the history of what you've played, but like for for the folks who are like tuning in and listening and stuff, like to get a better dynamic of like how you've progressed and gotten into Tarkov and like look Arma and that stuff, the backbone. Clearly, the survival hardcore shooter thing is there, but like you also enjoy other completely different genre games, right? Like I know you play Rocket League. I know you've got a couple other, you know, driving sim. Yeah, for like, me, I'm I'm always interested I'm in like good. how that gap bridges out, right? Like, look. I, I play some Facebook games for Christ's sake, and these guys rip me apart for it. But like a lot Paid of away. our a lot <laughs> of our a lot of our our group is very diverse in like the different things, which is always interesting to me because the one thing that sort of ties everyone together is is games like PUBG or games like Tarkov, where it's like somehow it connects guys in different types of gaming. So like like. I don't know. What's your opinion on that? What's your thoughts on that in terms of like where, what other games you play and, and kind of how that relates to why Tarkov, right? Yeah. Tar- Tarkov was a, a purchase because some of the guys I was playing with in the Arma days picked it up. Uh, they, they were particularly fond of the gun configurability and they got in early. They liked that. Uh, I left for a long time and I played in the MechWarrior online uh, games for a oh, long yeah. time. I, I really like. I was a huge tabletop fan, and then MechWarrior Online came on and, and played that for a long time with a, a, a different bunch of guys on the regular. And uh, when that game kind of fell apart, the, the developer just decided to not listen to anybody, and that fell apart. And I actually started playing um, other games. And uh, Wonder Man lived near me, plays with you guys, uh, played on my softball team, and he said he was a PUBG gamer, and that's how I started uh, jumping in playing with you guys. And uh, from there, I, I play Rocket League all the time. Rocket League's my relaxation game. I, I always find myself laughing uh, because I am a terribly mediocre gamer. 
and uh, uh, Rocket League always story. brings out <laughs> Rocket League always brings out my flaws. But uh, <laughs> Rocket League, Rocket League can point another out great game. Flaws, that game. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's easy. It's you know, it's a five minute match. You can pick up a controller, play at any time. Um, you know, it's yeah, just one of those games I've fun. owned forever. But uh, Valheim, game. yeah, exactly right. It's your, your the Facebook game. It might as well be. But uh, Valheim was a game I, I sunk a lot of time into lately. I jumped in with a bunch of guys fun. who I, I thought were speed running that, so I uh, I broke away from them and I played it solo, so I could thoroughly enjoy the game. But if kind you haven't played it, yourself in it, yeah, it's a it's an ambiance world builder, you know, progression kind of game, and I really took my time and, and and stuck with that. And yeah, just about any driving game, rally games, I'll play a lot. But again, I'm a super mediocre. I play the games for fun. I enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I don't watch streamers online play. I don't watch other than you guys. I don't watch anybody else play. So it's just I, I do it purely for enjoyment. Who else is there to watch? <laughs> I mean, yeah. oh, especially in the in you know in this genre. Subscribe to one stream and it's you guys. So. Yeah, right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's that's it. Make I mean, sure we uh, gift him a sub, okay? Make sure. We... <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. But uh, yeah, that's that's you know. And then, uh, actually, I guess Return to Castle Wolfenstein turned into enemy territory back in the day. And that was the first thing I ever played competitively with a bunch of guys. And uh, started from that. And that just, I think, grew into Arma, Spidey, and Evade. I've been playing with Evade forever. Uh, I don't remember a time not playing with him and got into Spidey. And I think uh, Spidey came and joined you guys after Evade and I started playing PUBG with you. I think you joined yeah, for yeah. PUBG too, right, Spidey? Yep. And Spidey was, Spidey was always big into uh, Tarkov, so I think that he's yeah, the one that, that got people into it. Yeah, yeah. Spidey introduces, I think, all of us mostly to it. Well, we yeah. got we knew um, Wonder Man through Tony, right? Right. I, me and Tony went to college together. And Tony and Wonder Man taught classes together or something. I forgot yeah, before, yeah right? they teach him. <laughs> Is that the connection? I never knew. What That's the connection. The connection. Yeah, they, and they, then, they teach. They teach. And then Wonder Man knew Mojo from softball, softball and softball or in softball, and Mojo knew Spidey from, from FTS Ar from Arma. And, and I knew Barry. I used to work with Barry, and he'd be like, "Hey, I play this game Tarkov," and I had gotten it, and I was like, "I had played like two raids, and I had all these problems, and I couldn't jump over the fucking guardrail on shoreline." <laughs> I was like, "This Yo, game just, sucks. There's no jumping. Do, what the fuck? All you have to do is There's look up, and you'll face, going on. you'll face right <laughs> no, through were, it. Like, no idea what was going on. It was like uh, it was, that was a long time ago. It's amazing why we all kind of came together. And I, yeah. and I met I met Mojo when I was playing Breaking Point on Arma Three. I'm running around this town called New Haven, and there's all these guys. Like there's like ten dudes who're like, "Hey man, you want to join us?" I'm like, "Sure." <laughs> so no, I, like, really? joined, I joined their team speak, started talking to them, and eight years later, it's like team speak. That's uh, yourself. Yeah. That's that's legit. Well, I, that's I legit. pulled FTS over to Discord. Like FTS was our old clan, and so I oh pulled god, they fought Discord. so hard. I'm really? like, oh, I'm like, oh. to Discord. Discord's like yeah. so yeah, much better. Yeah, Discord's so much better. Yeah. Except all the crashing oh, during the stream. Yeah, Discord. Crashing. Check in on this because we Check might it. move this stream to. Yeah, I think we're gonna find another platform for the video. Yeah, <laughs> team team speak, right? Yeah. Yeah, but but I want to take I want to take a moment here in in this and and say like look that's that's the dynamic right people come from all over and gaming brings people together like we have a discord server 
for the hideout. Like yeah. if you're a gamer and you listen and you want to shoot the shit and connect on it, not just Tarkov, but any game, you know, you want to shoot the shit about anything, life, whatever, come join us. Like we don't do enough of talking about that. Like there's a huge community of people that we know that, you know, drop in and out. It may not look like the busiest thing in the world, but I guarantee if you drop in there, someone will drop in and say hello. So for like, sure. come join us, check out the links, you know, and, and, and give it a go, you know, drop in on us, say what's up. Yeah, there's a couple guys in there that that linked up that is now are streaming together and and playing yep. raids together. Yeah, Jiva and Getty have been running. Yeah, yeah it's we really got a, cool a, cu- a couple of funny little segments of like you know cool stuff we're getting out with and dropping clips and just you know it's a lot of fun. Come by, yeah. say hello. That's great, Mojo. I cannot thank you enough for being on today, and we're. I think we're going to have to have you back because this was a fun conversation. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Move through the different wipes and the different cycles of the game. Like it was really cool. Kept, like we talk. Yeah, every, this we is... talk every day, but it was cool catching up and kind of reminiscing about the. Game. This might be the first five man I can remember that one of us didn't kill the other. <laughs> yeah. So like, you not know, yet. this is a plus. Not yet. Bro. We haven't wrapped up yet. <laughs> Yo, do not. We're almost at Xfil. Okay, we're almost at the Xfil. Just, just. Where's oh, Xfil? <laughs> They need to get thermal armbands. Yeah, thermal. Or helmet patches. One of these days. One of these days. Yeah. Tune in tune in next pod where we talk about, you know, identifiers and that stuff because uh I heard a little rumor. How can you have any pudding if you don't eat your meat? There you go. Thank you, Moj. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks, Moj, as always. Everybody watching. Make sure to comment, like, subscribe, the whole nine yards. Make sure we keep growing the joining the channel. My wife's making fun of my little <laughs> spiel right here, so that's cool. Subscribe to the channel. Yo, that right there is the bump. I There's don't give a bump. shit. That is the bump. Like this is amazing. <laughs> right on. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Moj. Thanks, guys. We'll catch, guys. We'll catch, catch the next one. pod.